Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 79, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And he is Rob Jelly. You might know him as Rob Jelly III, the Jelly Man Returns. Sometimes, when people introduce me as Rob Jelly, everyone goes, who? And then they say, oh, Rob Jelly III, and then rapturous applause. Don't get him mixed up with Rob Rob Jelly II died in mysterious circumstances. (laughs) Rob Jelly I was to blame, most likely. Bad guy. Just just a bad guy. But you have bucked the trend of Rob Jellies. I have. And you are one of the good ones. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. How about yourself? You right? I'm not too bad, though. We've just just done an eating contest. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, quick explainer. If we do sound like we're very dry-mouthed, that is because... (laughs) More than usual. uh, That's because we've deliberately just done a food challenge involving crackers, which we... Uh, we'll explain more about when we get to the show, yeah. the, one of the shows we're reviewing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be able to see the challenge because we filmed it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll post it up on our Twitter pages uh, as well. So check us out on Twitter and you'll see the stupidity that it is. <laughs> us. <Yes. laughs> that is us. I mean, I mean essentially. There's probably, there's probably the perfect video to pitch this entire podcast. Yeah. You know, what's this podcast like? Watch this video. <laughs> it's like an introductory video to this whole podcast. Shenanigans. <laughs> uh, you good though? You all right? Oh, I'm I'm good, thank you. Just been busy, busy, yeah, doing, doing thing. You know, stuff, you know. Uh, Picked up an award this week, didn't you, for your pal Rob? The other Rob, yeah, yeah. That was yesterday. That was last night. Uh, Thunderdance Film Festival, one of the many film festivals that kind of riff their name off Sundance because uh, there's rain dance and some other dances. Um, and this one's called Thunderdance, and it was in Hackney in a beautiful cinema, like a like a Art Deco 1930s cinema. And uh, yeah, uh, Rob Savage won Best Director for Salt, uh, which is uh, the film that we wrote together. And yeah. If you haven't watched it yet, you should go and see it. It's shorter than it. It's, it is small enough to yeah. fit in a Twitter video. Exactly, yeah. And you know that they're only two and a half minutes long. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah, Don't take no time at all. Time and time to spare. Um, yeah, and that's still getting a lot of like traction. It's basically gone viral. And big news as well. Apple released a new emoji in the new update <laughs> just for your film. Like the day that we released Salt Online is <clears> the same day that Apple released the Salt emoji on iOS. Which is mental. Just for you. But I don't think these things are coincidences. It's like the universe is like, all right, mate, we owe you one. We, we, we know you owe you, we owe you one. Yeah, so... It's the universe just going... Yeah. So, yeah, that was handy. <laughs> Very good indeed. Um, yeah, but it's always good to um, to get awards, but obviously not yeah, really in it for awards. No, no, of course not. But it's just nice to be recognised by a group of peers, isn't it, really? I guess yeah. for the work you're doing. Well, actually, the guy, the the, the judges, were crazy judges, the, one of the judges was David Nutter, who did the pilot episode of Game of Thrones, I think. And okay. he did the pilot episode of X-Files. So we've discussed his stuff before. We have. We haven't yeah. done Game of Thrones yet. We are, oh, going, yeah. we are going to do that, of we course. We haven't done Game of Thrones, haven't we? Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, we, we always say that if you've got a show that you're watching, whether it's something you're watching online or something that's on the television, yeah. it's a, a binge watch or something that's released once a week, you mm-hmm. know, like appointment television we talk about every now and then, yeah. um, recommend it. Let, let us know what the show is. You know, if you're something you're banging on about to all your mates, yeah. then tell us what it is and we will go away and watch the pilot episode. But we are going to save that one yeah. for when the finale is out. So, Ooh, yeah. so the final season's next summer, isn't it? Summer 2019. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
at least TBC. Yeah. But um, well, and actually, this week I've been hanging out with one of the stars of Game of Thrones. Actually, just as you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say which one it is, but one of the stars. And uh, because I'm kind of helping with a new film project. Nice. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, fine. Yeah. Um, did that and what else? Oh, I just finished a new script. Uh, for another one yeah yeah another one you know when you keep writing these things you have to make them that's the oh yeah this one's get this one's getting made yeah, yeah um basically someone said we've got a load of money here to make a film we just need someone to write one can you write one and i was like well i've got had this idea for a while i've actually had the website domain name for five years wow. that's how confident i am in that it's gonna last yeah and i was like i've got got the title i just need to find the film to, to kind of do it so yeah just banged it out in about a week um and uh yeah, hopefully people like it. It's 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 pretty good. What always <laughs> impresses me about you is you always got something else on the go, which yeah. is one thing sort of comes to a sort of end, as it were, or reaches you a certain to. milestone. You're onto the next thing. I'm, I'm like a clown where there's multiple plates spinning, and if I if I if I just concentrate on one plate, the other ones will fall fall down. Yeah, of course. So keep them all spinning. Many spinning plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many spinning plates. Fair enough. We have um, two How shows. How are you though? For- yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just. I'm still trying to get over the crackers. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. I'm still trying to get over the crackers. Um, it's You've got a, one left, mate. You've got, a, yeah, I know. You're going to chew on that during the I, show. I still haven't actually finished the six crackers. Um, I did. I won. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. No one won. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm really good. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a mad couple of weeks, and um, I can't say at this point that, uh, I, who I'm chatting to I'm this coming week. But I, I have a very special interview with an incredibly special guest um, this week, which has been pre-recorded, so it'll be on my show in sort of a fortnight's time. So yeah. probably about 10 days after this podcast is out. I would say um, it's probably one of the biggest performers of all time, one of the biggest yeah. selling artists of all time. Um, yeah. By far, really. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's five days off yet, and I'm actually yeah. already bricking it, That's which crazy. is mad. And it's only because it's just a person I would never have ever expected yeah. to have been given like one to one time with. I know, mate. Um, like, it's say hello. Ma- it's say, nuts. Say hello to him. I've always been a fan of H from Steps. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, it's I'll, g- I'll give him a high five for you. Yeah, I'll give him a high five for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's so I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you about it when I can. Um, once it's been recorded and things like that. But uh, yeah. So the, most of the, most of it's been pretty good. We had a lot of busy weeks. One question. Go on. Is it Claire from Steps? <laughs> this week's episode of The Pilot sees us tackle two more shows. It is Take 79, so we are very nearing 160 television pilots on the Jeez list. Louise. Done. Whole League Table is yep. being compiled, mm-hmm. and uh, next week on Take 80, yep. you'll be able to see the updated version with the last 10 weeks' worth of podcast entries um, in order. Yeah. But we start with two more now. now. Um, you have one, I have one. Mine's first, and mine concerns the cracker challenge, which we have done this, <laughs> yeah. this afternoon. Um, we have eaten six crackers, or tried to eat six crackers in a minute, because it's a stupid food challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, the gentleman in charge of this show is no stranger to a food challenge. No. It is the colossal show, Man vs. Food. I'm Adam Richmond. A food fanatic who's held nearly every job in the restaurant biz. And now I'm on a mouth-watering journey to find America's greatest pig-out spots. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to me. And take on the country's most legendary eating challenges. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the carnivore challenge. I'm no competitive eater. This is history in the making. Just a regular guy with a serious appetite. Suicide Six Wings Challenge. This is my ultimate hunger quest. This is man versus food. So not really 
really a theme tune to this one, yeah. more of a sort of intro over some music, and it's a bit of a montage of clips. So clearly yeah. this is a show that was filmed in bulk, yeah. ahead of broadcast. No pun and, intended. And, yeah, pun? yeah, 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 yeah it was a pun there. Um, <laughs> so they obviously recorded several episodes worth of material, so yeah. they could make a sort of montage of... Uh, bits and pieces to kind of really set the tone for the show that you're about to watch. Yeah, and it's kind of like Calypso music playing in the background, which mm. I guess is kind of good music to eat feed to, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's a big, it's a show, isn't it? I think that's the, the key word, is it's almost like a bit of a performance. Yeah. It's like these, these places around America put on these huge eating challenges, mm-hmm. and they can be like colossal amounts of food, but also they can be like spicy foods or... Just an amount of food within a very short yeah. space of time. A lot of the time it is involved, they do involve spicy food. And you, and in this particular episode, it's just Spice World. No, this is the steak one. No, but this, like the first time he goes oh, in Oh, the Hellburger. Yeah, yeah, the Hellburger, yeah. Oh my yeah, God, so, the amount of jalapenos on that. So they generally have like one kind of big challenge per, yeah. per episode of the show. Mm-hmm. But they also have a couple of sort of smaller ones. So Adam Richman... Uh, is is, uh, someone who's worked in the food industry for years and years. Obviously, they got in touch at Food Travel or Travel Channel, Mm -hmm. Food Channel, whatever they call them in America, and said, look, we want to put a show together. We'll we'll travel you around. We'll pay for your travel and whatnot. How about go and find all the big challenges across the States and film it? Mm -hmm. And he was like, done. Lovely, brilliant. You're paying for it all? Fantastic. (laughs) I won't be hungry for a while. You feed me, you pay me. Sounds good. Super duper. Why not? Um, So you have one big challenge for the whole episode which is kind of how they start each episode they introduce you to the the main challenge of this episode mm-hmm. and then they go off and find some other restaurants that are highly recommended by the locals of the area uh, and and he gets talking to some of the regulars in there and the people who are actually sitting down to eat this is you know, why do you keep me. coming back this is what confused me because so he goes to this, this small town and, and he knows he has a big i think this is the, the first episode so maybe he hasn't got the, the format down yet but he is by the end of the episode, has eaten a massive amount of food. Yeah. Why is he there well, I assume it's filling not in, himself yeah, up? Yeah, but I assume it's not in one day. And they do say, if you're going yeah. to eat a big, big meal, yeah. they do say to eat a lot, increase your size of meals up to the challenge. Right, right, So if you right. were to go away, and, so he eats a 72-ounce steak. We couldn't, we, we couldn't even eat six crackers, mate. No, that's because they're dry. Adam Richmond couldn't eat six crackers in a minute. Okay. N- 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 Next question, Adam. Challenge: Eat six crackers in a minute. Could you Bit eat six wet crackers in a minute? How are you making them wet? I think is the main question to this. <laughs> I mean, it's a question a lot of people ask me, but um, <laughs> I think just my natural charm. But the, <laughs> but maybe a glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'd have I, I think I'd have more chance with a bit of moisture going on with that. <laughs> Stop saying moisture. What's wrong with moisture? <laughs> Maybe a, some... a drink. Okay, with a drink, yeah. yeah, I think easy. Okay. Because the problem with the crackers is it absorbs all the moisture in your mouth and therefore makes it harder to chew and swallow because you yeah. need saliva to help you swallow. But he doesn't have this problem in this in this one because it's a steak. Yeah. It's a 72-ounce steak, which in my... Head is about four pounds. Mm, look at the like brains on bread. Five, maybe? I can't remember. But it's about 16 ounces to a pound, I believe. Okay. Someone's going to shout the podcast now. Um, but it's about four or five. But it doesn't just come with a steak. It's not just the steak itself. It's yeah. a baked potato, a side of salad, a roll, and I think something else. And I can't remember. Well, the, the potato was massive. Oh, steak, salad, roll, and baked potato. Yeah. Yeah. But they, baked potato seemed like the biggest, kind of massivest potato ever. So that would fill me up. <laughs> just well, a potato. Which is why he ate it last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the challenge is introduced right at the start. He says... I'm here in wherever he is, and in this occasion, he's in Amarillo in Texas. Um, Has he found a way there? Um, no idea. 
Ask Tony Christie. He... <laughs> music joke for you if you didn't get that one. He introduces the, the, the big challenge to the thing, and this is called the Big Texan. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off to other restaurants to meet these other people who have been around for you know generations and generations. So he goes to this one restaurant where it's the burger from hell, yeah. which is a kind of eight ounce, uh, it's like a half pound burger. And then it's got jalapenos, habanero sauce, yeah. and I think another sauce as well on top of it. I mean, even the, the which, seasoning on the, on, the, on the burger alone was just covered in like yeah. flipping hot sauce. And then the, the fresh chilies on top. Yep. And then you get the hot sauce on top. Yep, and then the mountain of cheese. Because, oh you know, God. everything there's cheese on it. Yeah. Well, the cheese will probably, like, take down the kind of fire from Dairy, the... isn't it? It's the dairy. Yeah. It's the yoghurt or the, or the milk you'd have afterwards to yeah. help sort of soothe the, the heat. But I don't know. But he eats this. He, he talks to a lot of the, the regulars, and they all sort of say, you know, we come here for the one burger, and it's the, it's the hell burger. Hell burger. Um, so he does that, and, and you get an introduction of that. He then goes to another place where they do chicken fried steak. Yeah. Which is a bit nuts. As someone who doesn't eat meat, mm. i.e. me, it just sounds disgusting. Chicken fried steak. Yeah, I'm not going to say it sounds appealing to me either. Was it chicken stock? Was it like cooked in chicken stock or something? Is that why it was chicken fried? I couldn't <sighs> quite work it out. Well, I guess they, I get, we don't really tend to deep fry a steak. Like, that's yeah. that's a pretty, like... So they battered it like they would a chicken. Yeah. Right, so, right, right, So right, like right. they would, so for KFC, where yep. you would deep fry a bit of chicken for KFC, mm-hmm. or others, um... You wouldn't do that with a steak. You would either grill it, maybe oven bake it, yeah. fire, uh, you know, do it on an open fire. Mm-hmm. But you would very rarely deep fry a steak. So I guess the the only kind of uniqueness to this is treating it like a bit of chicken and just chucking it in a deep fat fryer. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a very short amount of time, and he eats this chicken fried steak. And yeah, I mean, on the surface, to be honest with you, it doesn't sound that appealing. It, I mean, even as a meat eater, it doesn't. It doesn't like chicken fried steak. Just sounds rubbish. It just looked horrible. But I, I mean, again, like I'm very biased or anti big well, slabs of meat. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. And that, but that's a good thing because actually, it'd be interesting to see what you think of the show I overall. Love, no spoilers. I, I love the show. <laughs> like it's, it's great. It's, it's an amazing format. He's a really charming guy as well. Yeah, he's just like one of the guys. Just like. Like one of your mates, and like you know, you, you've, you've had times when you've been in a pub or something, and yep. some said, but, "But you can't have a mucky pint." What do you mean? You know, like just all the dregs from everyone else's pints in, in your and your thing. But but that's whiskey, and that's that's uh, Kahlua, and that's something Port. else. Just stick it all in. Stick it all in. So I bet you can drink it. And there's always one person who's like, "Yeah, no, I can do that." Yeah, I've done the drip trays yeah. in the bar before. Oh Jesus, Rob! Yeah, yeah it was not good. Wash that down with a snake bite quickly. Is <laughs> oh God. That kicked in in a yeah. while. Um, but yeah, so, it, I mean, some of the food doesn't necessarily sound on the surface as that much of appealing, but when you see it, yeah. I, I can't help but watch this show before I have dinner. It just makes <laughs> me wolf down my dinner even quicker. Oh, I was hungry after, after, after I watched it. Well, I actually ate my dinner before watching it on uh, purpose okay. so that I didn't make myself <laughs> too hungry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because otherwise I would have just, I would have eaten everyone's dinner. It was like chili, it was chili fries covered, covered in uh, yep. the cheese. I was like, oh, God, Two pounds. Lovely. Two pounds in weight. Of oh, chili yeah. fries, and like you don't need two pounds of chili fries, but I do need two pounds of chili fries. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. If it's on the menu, I'm having it. You know, <laughs> one of the funny things about this episode is like while he's doing this challenge, the main challenge, it's like, oh, and here are the Roller Girls uh, from the like, from Route sixty six Roller Girls. Yeah, like, yeah, as if they just turned up. Yeah, like, in they uniform. Were, they were specifically invited. Yeah, of course they were. But then that's all right. I mean, I, I think it kind of adds to the sort of. I think it just adds to the sort of American sort of style of the whole yeah, show. Yeah. I, I mean, what I genuinely would love to see 
is a, a British version of this. Now, not on the scale of like, let's make a, a huge pile of food that yeah. someone has to eat, but just going around and finding those sort of those food challenges. In fact, there's a there's a pub Who not far it? from me. Yeah. I I would happily do that. I, I've thought of the best person to do it. Go on, Louis Theroux. Imagine no, Louis. You, yeah, but Louis. Uh, yes, but he has to actually try. He would be brilliant. No, he would be brilliant. Why you, know, you, the, you know who would get that job? He wouldn't because he's now too big in America, but James Corden. He would get that, yeah, but like, don't give it to him. No. I, you, what you need is you need someone like... Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer! Oh, can you imagine yes. that? Yes! Danny, Danny Dyer's... Danny, yeah. If Danny's agent's listening, <laughs> put him forward for it. We don't need any... We just, just give us a nod. That's all we ask for. That's a great idea. A couple of years ago, I tweeted Danny Dyer. I was <clears> like, <throat> as a joke, I was like... <clears throat> Danny, I've got an idea for a film for you. Um, it's a it's a a football a football rom com about a female uh, goalkeeper who falls in love with like the striker, and it's called She's a Keeper. <laughs> and like, what did he say? Or he, did he not come back? To he did. You? He was like, I'm in. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, Danny would be well. She's up a for, keeper. That, I, I mean, I need to write that down. Matt, you should. Man versus food with Danny Dyer, UK yeah. version would be excellent. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, burger. Yeah, so the challenge is, so you go through the burger from hell, you get the chicken fried steak, and, yeah. and they're just, I guess they're just fillers, really, for chicken the show. Fillers. Yeah, very good. But I think it's also quite nice that, that, that he does, <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that, I'm, I'm just ignoring it, okay? I think it's just good that they, they go to a certain place, especially somewhere you wouldn't necessarily put on a map for, like, a destination to go and visit. It. But Amarillo, despite the song... You know, is now got a little bit of attention for it. People also try and find the way there, so it must be popular. Well, exactly, and they've got these amazing foods on offer, so yeah. why not go? The Big Texan is a seventy-two ounce steak, a salad, a roll, and a baked potato, mm-hmm. which all have to be eaten within an hour. Now, it turns out the challenge came from the grandfather of the now restaurant owner who started the restaurant up many, many moons ago. Yeah. And again, it's, not, it's quite nice that you sort of get these sort of family-run restaurants. It's, rather than the big chain restaurants as well, it's really good to see the one-offs getting a bit of promotion yeah, as well. family-run. Yeah, very much so. And I think it's a big thing in America as well. If you've got a family-run restaurant for 30, 40, 50 years or yeah. plus, it tends to do really well because... The they, locals want to support. Community, yeah. They do support the communities in America, and it's nice to see it on this sort of, sort of, you know, in this sort of show. So he explains that his grandfather came back from working somewhere or, or something and, and he basically sat down and ordered the big, the big old steak. And I think at the time the biggest steak was something like a 20-odd ounce one. Mm-hmm. And he ordered like three or four of those and he ate a jacket potato and he had a salad and a roll with it. And it was in just under an hour. Yeah. And that was when the challenge was born. Yeah. Um, and so you get the whole meal for free if you complete it. And Adam, you think you're sitting there with two other people who had agreed to have a go at the challenge as well on camera. And I think you've got a you know, you've got to try and involve as much of the restaurants possible with the yeah. first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make it feel like really kind of communal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and he just polishes it off. I 29 mean, twenty nine minutes. Twenty nine minutes in the whole thing was gone. And That's I'm not just crazy. talking about the steak, the potato, yeah. the roll, and the salad gone. He had a, he had a method, didn't he? And he stuck to it. Yeah. Just keep the starch till last. Yeah, I think that's... potato was the last thing he ate. It yeah. was just, and he ate it with his hand like a, like it was a, like an apple. Like it was, yeah. Just a big ar ar. It was it was excellent. I've got another challenge for you. Go on. Could you eat a whole onion, raw onion, for twenty quid? Well, yeah. I mean, you're gonna uh, yeah. If you're not putting a time limit on it, well, um, within what? Within thirty minutes. Yeah, easy. 
easy. You could eat a, a, a whole raw onion. In yeah, damn right I could. In half an hour. Okay. I'd cry, but I would eat it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, so how about for the next week's show, during the show? So that What? Are you talking about this or my radio show here? No, no. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it on air, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> I need to focus. On the podcast, you, you start off with a, with a plate with a peeled onion... Yep. And you have to eat the whole lot by the end of the show. Can I have cut it up beforehand? Or does the cutting up you, have to be within the half an hour? You have to eat it like an apple. Seems a bit unfair that you're justifying how I have to eat it. Surely uh, if I eat the whole thing, it doesn't matter how I eat it. Knife and fork if I want. Okay, no, so you can't... So only using my hands and my mouth, a peeled onion in half an hour. Yeah, so you at bring, least it's peeled. You bring the onion, I'll do it. For 20 quid? You bring the onion, I'll do it. Deal. Next week. Deal. Oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> it's um, and what's quite oh. nice about like man versus food to get back on track yeah, for yeah, you yeah. before we get just too distracted challenging each other to stupid things. Um, if you do it's, that, it's, then it's you like, can challenge me the next week. Done. Twenty two minutes to the episode. Yep. So it's a real short. They're obviously interspersed with adverts and things now, mm-hmm. um, and it's obviously a big success because they'd gone off and filmed several episodes worth um, across the country put it all together and release the first series. And obviously quite quickly people were like, oh, this is brilliant. You know, it's, yeah. it's really, it's light entertainment. It's real fun. It's getting about to other parts of the country that you would never see. Mm-hmm. So season two, season three, season four, yeah. rolled off. It's like a travel, you're right. It's like a travel look, a travel show. Yeah. Concentrating on food. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. no surprise that the travel channel picked it up yeah. as opposed to like the food network, mm-hmm. which are not, entirely sure was around in 2008 when it was first broadcast but don't know. I don't want to start going into that anyway yep. so it's, it's 10 years old um, and Adam Richman in fairness to him he did the four seasons that he did in uh, less than three years yep. all filmed in less than three years and there's yep. a reason for that because he had to stop doing it on medical grounds yeah he was getting big it, wasn't he it wasn't, it wasn't even the getting big thing right it was the um, he was destroying the stomach acidity with all the spicy because of, food. Just because of the mixture, the amounts and the spicy foods he was eating. God. He was doing damage, genuinely irreversible damage mm. to his digestive system, which, and then they said, look, you carry on doing it, it's fine, it's up to you, but you won't recover from it. Oh my God. So he went, okay, fine. Well, I've done four seasons worth. I've seen a lot of the country. I've had a great time, but mm-hmm. done. I'm out. And got himself a dietitian and a, and a personal trainer, got himself healthy and fit. I mean, he's not, you know, completely you know, over the whole thing. I think he has, you know, to be very careful what he eats now to this day. Yeah, now he does yeah. more presenting but less eating. Right, right, right. Of these ridiculous foods. Um and now there's a new guy, Casey Webb, who's hosted the last three seasons. Really? I've never yeah, seen him. Which is nuts to think that if someone is being medically told to stop doing it Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole picking up that baton is a pretty daft move in my book. Well, I'm sure there's things you can there's do a, to counter a, it if, if you're aware of it. Uh, yeah. But after every spicy thing. Then or spread it out over a bigger time scale. Yeah. Maybe so it was the, the fact he did it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was half the issue. But um, yeah, Casey Webb. Um, it's, okay. it, oh, he's all right. I think it, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to watch because you naturally compare it. He's not yeah. as charming as Adam. It's, it's impossible. No, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's impossible. He's a charming man. <laughs> um, but he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. He is pretty good. And I really enjoy it. I, I, it's one of those shows that... If he's on and I'm blipping, I'll go blip, 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 and it's on. I'm like, stop. There it is. I'm yep. watching Man vs. Food. And I don't think you even have to watch You're the right, start actually, of it. Yeah. You never have to start the episode at the start. Yeah. You can drop in at any point during the episode and you're just enjoying it for watching 
some really great food being made, yeah, even yeah. if it's on a colossal scale. Mm-hmm. You're watching a show about awesome food, proper, hearty, American, American homemade kind of food. Yeah. Um, and what's not to love about you know great food? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we have to do as human beings. We have to eat to live. Yep. Why not make it entertaining? Absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. Everyone and, does it. And he, and like you watch some of the stuff he eats and you think, oh my God, it looks delicious. Mm. Like genuinely, I'm dribbling over my television. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's not like a TV show, say, a, war, uh, a wartime co- costume drama. Because you'll get some people, oh, I'm not really into wartime costume dramas. But you'll never get someone Everyone's saying... Everyone's into food. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm not really into <clears throat> food. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not, not really like food. food. Yeah. No, not, not, my big, not my big fan. So, exactly. okay, let's run the commandments quickly again. Let's do it. it. Do you want to watch episode two? Yeah. Yep. I actually do, like yep. right now, yeah. Yep. Does it uh, have a memorable theme tune? No. No. I mean, it's a recognisable intro. If you kind of hear that in the background, you know what show's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not memorable. It's not really a tune, yeah. Um, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Hard one to put against, well, but... Well, actually, because in the intro, his journey is to... <clears throat> find the best food in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of. So because you're always on a journey with him, yeah. and you're discovering new foods and new places in America, maybe that's yeah, a half yeah. mark, Yeah, perhaps. Uh, would you pause for a pee? Don't think you need no. to. It's short enough, and like twenty minutes with little ad breaks as well. Yeah, opportunity to go for a wee, which is mm-hmm. always good. Um, do you feel emotionally connected? No, no, <laughs> not really. It's not that type like, of show. I'm not going to. I'm not going to cry over it if he loses a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, is there a mic drop? No, I, I mean he ate some, really some, fast. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he does stuff, and you're like, "Holy cow, that is yeah. impressive." But do you ever think he's not going to do it? I always think, "Yeah, he's going to do it." <laughs> he likes Every time drink. he starts, and he the first, I think it's well edited. Let's there's, there's not yeah. let's not get away from the fact it's edited. It is, you know, it always looks like he could very easily do it. Well, I think in this one, he, he so he absolutely blitzed it, and they probably went to him for the next episode. Can you like slow, slow down, down. <laughs> just to make it better for TV? So, so in, 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 in a later episode, he's like, "Oh, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know. I've only got like three seconds left. Can I do it? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it defy expectations? I guess so. If I think you don't a, expect him well, to win. Yeah, I, I also think it's a better show for probably the budget they gave it. It was probably a very low budget program yeah. to make. Yeah. There's five Adam, a sound man, a cameraman, and mm-hmm. maybe a director around. Yeah. Very cheap show to make, really. And actually, it's really interesting and yeah. probably gets quite a good following. Has it aged well? Yeah. You can watch this in year yeah. 20, well, 25. It's it 10 years old, this pilot, and I feel... Like it was, it could have been filmed last year. Yeah, that dino will still be there. Yeah, absolutely. And is the hype real? Yeah, yeah I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, again, it's it's one of those shows that you can just watch. You don't even have to kind of like wonder what happened in the previous season, previous episode. Just no, like, I'll watch this. It's just about and, that here and there. Yeah. And that sometimes is a good thing, especially with yeah. a show like this. You you kind of almost don't want to have to be able to. You almost like yeah, you don't you don't want to have to have watched yeah. Lots beforehand to get it, and you're right. It's one of those shows where you flick it through the channels. If it's on, you're, go- you're gonna stop. It's one of the few shows where you're just like, "Yep, yeah, I'm watching that." It's not a, "Oh, I've seen it. Nah, I'm not in the mood for it." Yeah, you will definitely stop. Yeah, if you if you like it, you're stopping. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. You're not blipping any further. Yeah. So, depending on which channel you find it on, whether it's the Food Network or Dave or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it depends how f- where how close you are to that channel depends on how many blips you're even gonna get. Yeah. You exactly. might only go a few channels up. Oh, don't. Man versus food. <laughs> I like how you call it blips. Why? It's not. It is blipping. I mean, you blip. You blip through the channels. Blip, 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 blip. I've never known it to be called that before. We call it flicking. 
Flick when he flicks. Channel flicking. Channel, yeah. Or hopping, and channel hopping. Yeah. Blip. No, I call it blipping. For blipping through the channels. Yeah, no, I like it. I like <laughs> it. Fair enough. Um, all right, Man vs. Food then. That's yep. that one ticked off the list. We'll score it at the end of the episode as always. Yeah. And now, on to your show this week. Well, my show is also a challenge-based show, all right. which is handy. And as you know from the title of this podcast, and if you listened to last week, you'll know it already, it is the... TV show that I like to call, and the whole world likes to call too, <laughs> Scrap Heap Challenge. So as everyone out there knows, Scrap Heap Challenge is that show where it seems to be on Channel 4 forever. Like, yep. no matter what you do, you flip on the ch- you blip onto Channel 4, there it is, Scrappy Challenge. It could be 3am on a Thursday, it can be 4pm on a Tuesday, and there's Scrappy Challenge. It was uh, on for 11 years. Yeah, and then just when you think you got away from it, you go, I'll just flick over to one of the other cable channels, like uh, UK Living or whatever it's called now. There it is again. Oh, that's UK Scrappy Gold, Challenge. Yeah. Dave, is it on Dave? Yeah, it's on Dave as well. Oh, it's on that Geo. Yeah, on <laughs> that Geo. But, like, Sky Movies Disney, Scrap Heap Challenge. Exactly. But to be fair, this is a show that I almost completely missed at the time. It did, like, it was hosted originally, uh, or for most of it, by Robert Llewellyn, who's obviously um, Crichton from Red Dwarf, and I'm a massive Red Dwarf fan, as you guys know. And I was like, I'll watch anything Robert Llewellyn in. Yep. Um, but. And then to you my surprise, press play on it, and it wasn't there. Where's Robert Llewellyn in the pilot? He wasn't even in the pilot. It no, was Sally, Sally Gray. Gray. And those of you that remember Sally Gray, she was in a bunch of other TV shows, wasn't she? Around the same time, um, that Scottish presenter. Uh, she's an MBE now. She started working on GMTV, and then she was on Real Rooms. I don't know if you remember that on the BBC. And there was, was that really like a of Changing show. Rooms, wasn't it? It was similar to Changing Rooms. Yeah, we should do Changing Rooms one day. Oh, a 60-minute makeover. Oh. Boom shakalak. Or do we do like Ground Force versus Changing Rooms? Oh, Ground Force was the one that started it all, didn't it? Yeah. If we do any of those against DIY SOS, they will lose. <laughs> DIY but, SOS will win. What about 60-minute makeover? No, DIY SOS. Which I think is fake, by the way. Give me a bit of time. <laughs> anyway, Scrappy Challenge. Scrappy Challenge, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Robert LeBellin isn't in the pilot. It's Sally Field by herself on a Todd, on a throne, a Mad Max-style throne. <clears throat> yeah. Made up of industrial parts, pipes and hoops and widgets and gadgets. Um, and, yeah, and she's there, like, dressed in some kind of PVC number. Now, when I looked for this episode online... Yeah. I struggled to find it at first. Daily Motion. Yeah, no, I know. That's, we, we, all of our shows we find in Daily Motion, by Almost the way. Almost 95% <laughs> of them were all there, yeah. Um, but I found, on IMDb, they referred to it as Junkyard Challenge, or Junkyard Wars at times. It seemed to have a bit of a, a, a naming crisis for a while. Well, the reason for that is because in America, that's what it's known as. So in America, it's known as Junkyard... I think just challenge, junk yeah, junkyard challenge. Because it was just called Scrap Heap. It wasn't even called Scrap Heap Challenge, was it? The first one, because she kept saying, "Welcome to Scrap Heap." Yeah, it wasn't like they'd called it a challenge at first. It it was a challenge show, but I think it's because like everywhere else but the UK, we're the only place that calls it a scrapyard. They have other names elsewhere, like a trash yard or. What did they call it in Pugwall? Not Pugwall, in uh, Ran the Twist last week. You're obsessed with... What have been Pugwall? Bloody nerd. Um, I don't know, what do they call it in... Oh, blimey, that was... 
It was junk. Yeah, the junkyard. Like, yeah, junkyard, junkyard, isn't it? So that's why. That's probably why the, the name name uh, naming convention is different. But Sally Gray is the host of a show where there's two factions, there's two teams made up of scientists plus rand absolute randoms, I think, um, who seem to have a little bit of knowledge on how to to screw something together. Um, but essentially, the theme of the day on, in this pilot is make a hovercraft. Make it go around a, around a course. There'll be some water involved. Um, here's I, a, I don't think they knew there was water involved. You're making a hoverboard. You're making a, a hovercraft. If you didn't think there was water involved, you need to be off the show. Yeah, true. They did seem surprised, but we'll come on to that. So they're in this quite... It looked like it was filmed around here, actually. Uh, the junkyard. Um, I think it probably was well, on the island. Dogs, dogs well, yeah, somewhere. as I said, there's a few questions I'll come to, so I'll let you finish explaining. Yeah. And so these two teams have the whole junkyard to themselves, full of rotting metal parts and cars half burned out and washing machines and televisions and pipes and all co- manner of craziness. And somewhere in this mess, they have to make a hovercraft that can fit one person on to pilot around a track. Now, these two teams, the have two... They have to nominate a leader, essentially... One team nominated a woman who seemed a little bit out of her depth, to be quite honest. I hate to say it. And the other other team had a guy who builds hovercrafts like left, right, and centre, it seems. Um, and and yeah, what are you going to say? Well, I was gonna say, I'll jump in at this point for the, the personnel front. Okay. Because I wrote a question down. Mm-hmm. Do they meet for the first time on the day? Because it yeah. seemed like they they kind of... Threw these five people together and they'd never even seen each other before. It's like Crystal Maze. They don't know each other. They, they met in the green room beforehand. Which begs the question, how did they convince ten individuals to apply for a show? You just put an advert in the paper. New Channel 4 show, uh, looking for scientists and builders engineers and, and mechanics engineers, and things. Yeah. No questions See, asked. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me want to ask questions. Um, so, th- so we're assuming that they've never met before the show they're not friends they don't know each other they're no, just from they different definitely they got not from, friends no that's what i'm saying so they, it, it's it's almost it's not just a an engineering challenge a, a sort of mechanical challenge in mm-hmm. that sense it's also a sort of social challenge in that True. you've got to just get on with these people yeah all day mm-hmm. and they're given from sunrise to sunset to Very build dramatic, yeah yeah um which is you know pretty good and that means obviously you can only really do it in the summer yeah otherwise you're going to be Right up the creek, yeah. With no time at all. Literally, literally. literally. Yeah. Um, so they had ten hours and thirty-two minutes, yeah, to do the um, challenge the to make the hovercraft from start to finish, from yeah. no design to ready to race. And I learned a lot about the <coughs> about how hovercrafts work. I don't know about yeah. you. So now I know that you can. Eat, there's two types of hovercraft: either one where there's an engine on the front that gives uplift, yep. an engine on the back that Thrust. drives it forward, and the skirt is the thing that is, that creates a um, a blanket of air. Yep. Uh, that makes it speed along. I would have no idea how to make the skirt for a hovercraft. Uh, no idea at all. No, I would have used tarpaulin. I would have thought a tarpaulin would have yeah. been better, but I I don't understand how they keep it hooked under. Like that's what I didn't get. Yeah. I was a bit lost as to how that works. So they were just stapling it on. But then the other team had the idea of just using one big massive motor and if you create a um like a wooden structure around the the bigger motor, it, it can create up thrust plus and, forward thrust. Yeah, yeah. Um and wow, now I'm I an engineer. I'm a qualified that, what, engineer. Exactly, after this. What I quite liked about it as well was that there was there was a guy who was sort of a, a an expert 
hovercraft engineer builder of some sort. Yeah, I built to, like to, ten to or twelve in my time, and like, there was lots what? of the- theoretical explainers of, yeah. of that sort of ilk. So they were they were doing doodles on the screen, so you yeah. could see the theory behind what they were attempting to build. Because when you're looking down on the like the site at times, you're looking at it going. All they look like they've done is they've moved a load of crap from there to here. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a few plants. There was a few plants of like they put engines out in the scrapyard deliberately. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the thing is, you have. <laughs> Whilst it would have been more interesting to let them have a completely gen- gen- like a real scrapyard with absolutely no idea if there's even anything <laughs> yeah. in it, right? That would have been more interesting. Well, make the engine. You do have to have good television, so there is a. There's a slight allowance. Yeah, they've definitely planted a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's definitely an allowance for these things. But it's a mm-hmm. five-acre site of scrap. That's big. Yeah, that is massive. Mm-hmm. There would bound to be enough stuff in there yeah. just to be fended for themselves. And they assigned, well, well, at least one of the teams, assigned someone to go out and scout for the parts. A guy yeah. called Casper. Do you remember Casper? Yeah. He was the guy who was just bounding got, around on got a, a bike. Note, got a note here. Casper yeah. is a right pillock. He is. It just... It, it just doesn't seem to be to realise this Close is a show. On. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's uh, a race, mate. Come on, chop chop, he's dawdling around. They send him out to find something. He's out there playing with coke bottles. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll take this one home. What? It's a coke bottle. Although, although in fairness, not to, not to single him out, Donna, Donna's team were faffing about with a cable, a handbrake cable. They were after for a bit, a bit, you know, a bit of actual sort of wire cable. It's because Donna was an absolute nightmare. She was not a good team and, leader. Yeah, and also. Like, well, you know, they were spending all day doing this, yeah. and fair enough, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole day. You are going to need some food and drink from time to time. Yeah. A lunch break? I was thinking that as well. But did you notice, like, only one person, someone called Angela, I think? Yeah, she carried on working for a lunch. I like her. I... And also... No, Roz. It was Roz. Was it Roz? Roz worked through a lunch. She was like, I'm not stopping. we got stuff to build. Tell you what, grab a sandwich, take it back with you. Exactly. You want a TV show, mate? Don't stop for lunch. No. I don't want to watch people eating their lunch. Maybe that was a channel for but like, then maybe this is where health the health and safety thing. Well, possibly and they had to show that they were being fed and watered. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I mean, it was it was a bizarre group of people. Whilst they all brought a set of skills to the show that would be very useful. Yeah. Building a hovercraft. Hmm. Um. I I don't know. I don't know if I liked or or not the challenge. The hovercraft is a ridiculous thing to build. I mean, is it because it's so unlikely that anyone applying to the show will have ever done it before, and that's kind of part of the point? Well, I don't know because that guy seemed to have made a dozen hovercraft before. He, <coughs> so we have got experience in in making them. God, these crackers are repeating on me. Yeah. <laughs> so it just seems like the people had relatively the right amount of skills, and maybe they didn't want too many skillful people together, so they were specifically uh, chosen to be all right and. But but what kind of happened is one team kind of like flew away with it and the other one just didn't really. Um, but like the overall show, the overall show, I, I love challenge shows. I did. It's like it's pitting huma- humans again against something. So instead of man versus machine, this is man versus machine. Can you take these parts is kind of and make something? Yeah, make something. Make something that wasn't there. Make it uh, there. Um, and I really, really, really liked um, Sally, the uh, Sally Gray, yeah. as the host. I did. I really liked that. She was great. I, I think she was excellent. I'm kind of sad. You know, don't get me wrong. Robert Llewellyn made that show his own. Yeah. Really owned it and ran off with it for 11 series. Yeah. Uh, through to 2009. So yeah. it only stopped like nine years ago. I can't believe it was still running then. I know. And I wish they would. I mean, if they brought that back. Oh, yeah. Would you, would you that, run it? Oh. <laughs> I would be hopeless. Because I've got, I've got lots of... 
I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm all about getting my hands and dirty. I'll, I'll get in there. I'll get involved. Yeah, you say yeah, to me, yeah. Rob, I need you to weld that to there. I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm not mechanically minded. I'm not an engineer. But sometimes you just need the ideas. You need to be the idea guy. But sometimes you just need someone to run out and go and get something. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. quick. And I think I would be quite handy about, what do you need? Well, I need a bit of metal. I need about three feet long. It needs to be about two inches thick. Leave it with me. I'll be back in 10. I'd leg it. <laughs> yeah. You'd, you wouldn't see me for 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I'd be disappeared. I'd be buried in the wet. Or I'd be like, come on, get out of the way. Pulling <laughs> I'd run back and go, there you go. I'd be like a dog. <laughs> be like a dog's body. Just like running around going, what do you need? Hammer. Hammer. What do you need? Kick this. All right, bang. Jump on that, Rob. All right. I'd be the lunatic that drives this sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, I, I would be the stunt man. I, I would be the guy to kind of like give the crazy ideas. I'd be like the the the, the doc of uh, from Back to the Future. I'd be that yeah. that kind of guy. Like, yeah. How are we going to make a hover, hovercraft? Never mind hovercraft. That's so like a spaceship. Like, Let's like make actually, a spaceship that well, goes around. Let's go back a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about the horror thing, the experience I did, yeah. and the thing. Right. I sort of became a bit of a leader with the three of us that were in there and being scared helplessly. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Now, different sort of example, but that I kind of seemed, I just and, and naturally kind of assumed role of like, I'm like, just this all stick together, mm-hmm. like, took a bit of charge to the whole thing. Right. Whereas something mechanically building like this, I wouldn't necessarily take charge of because I don't feel like I have enough expertise to say, right, this is what we're doing. Yeah. This is how we're doing it. You do mm-hmm. that, you do that, you do that. I would rather get someone with more expertise say to me, course, Rob, yeah. you do that, make all that, and then. Come and find me when you're done. Fine. Like, mm. I would be much more of a doer than this, yep. than, than yep. the thinker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, no problem. You what, Weld something? No idea how to weld it. I'll find out. I'll work it out. No yep. problem. Mm-hmm. Rob, drill a hole in that. All right. I don't know how. I'll find a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I think for this sort of challenge, I'd be much more a doer. Yeah. So if anyone needs, like, a doer just to do all the dog's body work <laughs> stuff, like I'm in. I'm in. You know? On, on Crystal... I can't remember what you said for Crystal Maze. What type of game would you do? Would you do a mystery or oh, skill? physical, mate. I'm all physical. physical. They're the hardest ones. No, actually, mystery is the hardest ones. Yeah, like, mystery ones. Are, I'm so, I'm pretty good with puzzles. Puzzles I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind the sort of ones where there's a bit of skill involved. Yeah. Generally pretty good when it comes to skill. Motor skills I'm fine with. It's cryptic stuff I'm rubbish with. Like, I'm not very good at cryptic crosswords and things like that. Yeah. I'm useless at that stuff. I did an escape room a couple of weeks ago. I forgot to mention it. And that was just a, a big puzzle. Um, yeah, I done one a year or so ago. Yeah, and parts of it, my brain was fine with. Other mm-hmm. parts of it, useless. Like, but yeah. we, that's the beauty of that, and I think that's why this show works so well. Is because, all right, you might not necessarily feel emotionally connected, which is one of the things we look for. Yeah with all of the people on the show, but you can certainly relate to maybe one of them and think, oh, that's that's very much like, I would be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be that person or this person, but I'd be very much like that. Yeah. Um, so I think you kind of kind of relate to, you know, and these are average people. These are not like famous people, not celebrities, not even Z-list celebrities. They're just people who've applied. Mm-hmm. We've got some skill sets yeah. that are very, very useful when it comes to building things. Um, but it's a great it's a great concept. I'm trying to work out if before 1998, when this aired, yeah, what there was on the telly that was like it. Because I don't... I mean, with Robot Wars, we did that. Yeah, Robot Wars was around the same that time. That was prior to that. BBC. I guess and Crystal that Maze. Was... The closest like ch- group of people who don't know each other in a place doing challenges is Crystal Maze. Yeah. But or that... Krypton Factor. Krypton ah, Factor. Ah, yes. Because they had to make stuff from Krypton Factor sometimes <clears throat> as well. I'm just trying to think. It's, it's oh, kind of like... We should a, do that, by the way. It's a, it's a kind of mid-ground between Robot Wars and Crystal Maze. In that it's the unknown people coming together yep. for a common cause. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Whereas instead of building something in Crystal Maze, they're doing individual challenges to accrue, you know, the crystals for time in the dome. This they're coming together to build something to have a race at the end. Yeah. So there's a similarities, but it's it's very unique. It's very different from the others, like so from the Crystal Maze and from Robot Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like it. I do like it. I like it too. I, I like it a lot. I don't remember ever watching it originally when it was on telly myself. <laughs> I but, didn't know. but it's one of those shows that you say that you, you say that out loud and you go, Oh yeah, I know Scrap Hoop Challenge. <laughs> Everyone knows what it, the show's about, even if you don't remember ever watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want to start running them through the um the commandments? Yeah. Do you have it <clears> to hand? <throat> I do. Number one. Do you want to watch episode two? Yeah. While I was watching, I was like, I'd watch another one, maybe. I wouldn't I'm not running out there to watch it, but I would definitely watch two. Yeah. I wouldn't turn it over if it's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would I go looking for it? Probably not. Probably not. Depends so. when it was on. I mean, I think this would be very dependent on when it was aired. Yeah, yeah, So this yeah. is a good Sunday. This is a great Sunday night show yep. nowadays. Like in 2018, this is on BBC Two, seven o'clock on a Sunday night. I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yep. this is a nice hour of television to watch before thinking about getting yourself ready for work the next day type yep, thing. Yep, yep. I like it. It's a good spot. Um, but depending of when that was aired. So it's a kind of yes. Does it okay. have a memorable theme tune? No. Not at it all, does really. Not. It's kind really of have industrial one. banging around. And throughout the whole episode, there is kind of an industrial tune, which might actually be the theme song at the start, but it's not it's Certainly not in the pilot. No, no. If it, if it ever sort of came to yeah. something, it was much later on. Yeah. And I feel like this show deserves a good theme tune. I think so. I feel like it should have had an absolutely epic sort of metal rock kind of like almost like Robot Wars had. Did they have But that it, didn't really have one either in fairness. In later episodes did they give it a theme song? I don't know. Scrap peep challenge, scrap peep challenge. No, see I think it needs to be more more kind of rough than that rather than big sort of jazzy sort of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that that kind of thing boom there you go boom scrap it challenge theme tune so yes it does have a memorable theme tune because that's in your head now does it introduce you to a new character or journey yeah yeah each episode's a new challenge a new set of people i assume it's a new group of people each time yeah in no in every season is one whole Oh, so this group meet for the first time at the start of the series, and they work on several... It's basically the Taskmaster, so it's the same group. Right. Yeah. For a series. The pilot's separate, though, and I think starting from the first episode proper, then it's a whole new group um, for the whole first season. Okay. Two groups. I think that's how it works. That would see, that would give you more investment in watching it next week? Yes. Yes, it would, actually. So, would I watch next week's? Yes, probably more so now. Because now I think... Because actually, what we didn't we didn't say is at the end of the episode they race the hovercrafts and one yeah. of them can't even get it started because it's it won't safely start the fan yeah. without it basically ripping the machine to bits. Yeah, exactly. Which is you know it's quite it's quite unfortunate because after ten and a half hours of building it, it doesn't bloody work. That's a really annoying thing. But yeah. ultimately, they've got to be seen to be being safe about the whole thing and going yeah, look. Exactly. It's just not going to be safe to put that motor on. Yeah. And have a blade spinning around at fifteen rpm. I was 1500 when I was watching, it, I was like. And like when the guy there's said, a little bit of, there's a little bit of mentalness to the show. Yeah. Like you do have to be a bit nuts to get on a machine you've just literally built with a bunch of strangers. Well, the expert said <laughs> it's only ever once seen someone turn on on an engine 
and it was when a it disaster. Wasn't, when, it, when, it, when it wasn't in case. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this that's what they said they're going to do. <laughs> like, I was like, someone's going to lose some fingers Please here. Please someone tell them, stop what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Um, so, actually, yeah, if it's a continued group of people from out, that would yeah. give me more reason to w- keep watching. So, would you pause for a pee? No. No, I don't think you... I wouldn't. I don't think you would miss anything. Yeah. You could quite easily go for that. Um, do you feel emotionally connected? I mean, sometimes uh, they annoy me. Yeah, I don't want to say emotionally. emotionally but... Maybe for the host, maybe. Yeah, I'm re- cool. again, I really like Sally Gray, and I would like to have seen her do some more. Yeah. But Robert Lavellin, you know, still bossed it. Would you recommend it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. I mean, everyone kind of knows it. I'm, I know it's not really talked about that much anymore. Yeah, but, but I would say that if people are going like, should I actually bother going back and watching some? Yeah, go and, go and dig some out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the internet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is there a mic drop? Ooh, no, no, there isn't. No, I mean, if one explodes, <laughs> oh, the ending. If something exploded, yeah, the ending was hilarious. Does it defy expectations? Yeah, because you think it's just going to be a simple, stupid show about people putting junk together, but no, there's a there's a point to it. And at the end, there is a you find out the fruits of their labour and if it if it works or not, and keeps you watching to the end because yeah. you want to because if you invest any amount of time in this, yeah. You're then sort of like, well, are they going to finish? Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. at one point I'm thinking, they're not even going to finish this. <laughs> like, that is not even going to get off the floor. I sometimes think with these shows, do they <clears throat> are they a bit flexible with the times that we don't see? I reckon they're creative with the editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. a little bit to make it more dramatic. Has it aged well? I think it stands up. Do you not? I think it could have aged better. Okay. And I think if they brought it back, for example, I, th- I think it's very 1998. Yeah, the pilot is. <laughs> I think it's very 1998 of, of the pilot. But we're talking 20 years ago. Okay. Given the technology we have nowadays, and the skill set of some people, which is quite frankly phenomenal. Yeah. I would love to see a modern version of this in a modern scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. And maybe some deliberate plants of some bits and bobs. Yeah. I I think if you had a modern version of this. With a big ass budget, like I'm thinking, I'm saying, like if Channel Four want a new show, yeah, and this is definitely a Channel Four style show. It could even be a BBC Two one. In fairness, if BBC really went right, do you know what? Here's fifty million quid. It we are going like to bring a, back Scrappy in a massive way. It feels like a BBC show, like a BBC Two show that's done well, so it got moved to BBC One. That's what it feels. No, like. No, if it if it does well, mate, it goes to BBC Two. Does it? Yeah. Why? Don't know. Isn't it's, BBC it's, One it, the best? It's the weird. It's the weird connection. It, mm. It's a bit backwards thinking, okay. but due to the equally they're funded. Um, I think this is. If you did this again, now with a massive budget, yeah. this could be excellent. Okay, like really excellent. Are you going to like pitch it around town? I'm pitching it right now, <laughs> right here, right now on the pilot podcast. I, Rob Jelly, would love to be in charge of making this happen. Okay. Would you want to be the host? Would you want to be... Hosting, definitely. Because I think in the later episodes, they had a few hosts, didn't they? One, one was or, down there and... I will accept the voiceover for it. Oh, okay. Because that was... Um, who did the voiceover? Was I didn't it? write his name down. Yeah, but yes, yeah, very famous name as well. Yeah. I can't think. Sorry, I've distracted myself from the commandments. Does it defy <laughs> expectations? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, has it aged well? I don't think no, it has. It was all it's right. all right. It's not done badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it could have aged better. And is the hype real? I don't remember the hype for it. I mean, it must have been well for it to do so many seasons. Is it as good in your head? Is it was it as good watching it as it was in your head? It is better than I thought it would be. Yeah, likewise. So, so I think the hype is yes, is real. Yeah, for yeah. it. All right, good. Let's score it then. With okay. of course, man versus food going first. My show, yeah. my score, mm-hmm. seven point five. Wow. 
Um, I've seen better episodes of this Definitely. show, but the format is awesome. Um, very good at start. First episode, yeah. bang, you're in it, and they've and they no and they stuck around, to it as well. Yeah, it was, it was the exactly same, the same same format the yeah. whole way through, and I like that they got it right first yeah. time. So strong start, seven point five for me. I don't think I can go as high as that, but I'm gonna go seven. Um, okay, I think it's good. It made me hungry um, every time. Yeah, I got to see a new part of the country that I wouldn't ever have seen if it wasn't for this show. Um, and yeah, okay, fourteen seven for me, fourteen point five. Oh, that's in the weirdo zone, right? Very around close to it. It's around yeah. it. I'll pop it in the league table in a moment. Um, okay. Scrap Heap Challenge. Scrap Heap Challenge for me... I actually think Man vs. Food was better than this episode of... So I have to give this a 6.5, which is still all right. Yeah. Better than average. Um, I just think there was a few teething problems. Um, and I don't... There's one point where Sally... Reveals what the other team's doing, to, and that's the whole point. Yeah. Of it. You're not really meant to do that. And she was, like, oh, don't tell him. I don't want to get in trouble. She got in trouble. She must have. That's why she wasn't on the next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that kind of swap. But um, she was still great. And so you got um, six point five. Six point five for me and you. I kind of I wrote down the same score for both of them, okay. but I'm going to say seven. I, I kind oh, of okay. agree. I actually, if I sit here and go, was man versus food better? Yes, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. Seven for scrap heap. Okay. So that's 13 and a half. Okay. Which is a bad score. I mean, there's definitely worse on our league table. Okay. That's, that's for sure. Um, 13.5 then. Let's slide that into the table first. Scrap heap goes in alongside a little exclusive group. Saved by the Bell, The Jetsons, Murder, She Wrote, Ooh. Randall and Hopkirk and Deceased. Oh, wow. So there you are. Scrap heap in the box it goes. Nice. Job done. Uh, hang on, scrap your challenge, just give it its full name. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's proper. You'll be able to see this entire list, by the way, uh, 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 at the bottom of Take 80. So next, next week weeks, on yeah. the podcast, when you go to either postpoppodcasts.com or on Apple, yeah. scroll to the description and go all the way down. You'll see the entire list of all 160 shows at that point. Yeah. And I've been I've been, I've been thinking what to do for next week, and I was, I was busy Googling uh, just then. Okay. The... Cause, uh, I, was, I really want doing. to do because it's something you said reminded me of it and I was like oh that would be good to do next week um, I really want to do the first episode of the Eurovision Song Contest but I was like I'll, I'll just Google can you is that actually online um, and that's old as well that, yeah that's a long way back well the first ever Eurovision Song Contest was in 1957 I've just seen wow but I don't know if that was actually televised so I've been trying to find it um, let's pop it on the list Put it on the list, yeah. We'll do some more research, but for now, I've, part, I've thought of another idea. Okay. Is it my turn? No, it's your turn to pick first. So. No, it's yours, mate. Oh, is it? Okay, I went first with Man vs. Food. Oh, well, I've been... So I'm, I'm a bit late to game with a couple of TV shows. Okay. Sometimes I'm way ahead of the game. Yep. Sometimes I'm way, way, way oh, behind. Yeah. And sometimes like, I'm behind him. <laughs> yeah. So, like, very, very recently, um, someone, uh, one of my mates said to me uh, a quote, and I was like, what is that? And he was like, oh... We, Obviously, it's the in-betweeners. And I was like, I've never seen the in-betweeners. And his reaction to me saying, I've never seen the in-betweeners, was basically like I said to him, by the way, I'm a genie. It was the same reaction. It was like, <laughs> what? What? Um, so I basically was like, okay, well, is it that bad? And everyone's like, yeah, it is that bad. Everyone's seen the in-betweeners. And I was like, that isn't my type of comedy. I don't, I don't like that kind of base, low comedy. I'm better than that. I watched the first episode. And then I watched the entire run <laughs> and two films within like a week. And okay. I, and then so I was do like, you want to do that? No. I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> because I was like, I want more. 
And then I was like, what's not nearly that? And uh, so they're like, obviously, Friday night dinner. And I was like, I'm not going to watch that. Oh. I'm not going to watch Friday night dinner. I'm not, I don't like comedy like that. It's got that. two of them, isn't it? Two of the in-betweeners? Only one of them. Is it only one of them? Yeah, but he's got a brother. And I was like, it's not going to be my type of comedy. To anything like. It's got Mark you Heap love it, in don't it. You? I love it. I love Has it. it got Mark Heap? Mark Heap is in it, every single episode. Um, love so, a bit Mark Heap. So... I want to do okay, what, Friday, Friday night, night dinner. dinner. I don't think we should put up against the in between. I think we should say the in between is something more appropriate. Okay. Um, so Friday night dinner is like a family comedy. They get together around the table every Friday, chat about oh, life and stuff. Okay. Uh, we've done Modern Family. Yeah. We've done Two Point Four Children. Remember that show? Oh no, we haven't. On the can I put that on the list? as you said that? Yeah. Can I? I'll park that one aside okay. for now. Sitting around and t- together as a family. Yep. It's got to be royal family. That is genius, mate. Because as in the royal family. They, you know, they sit around eating dinner on, on the sofa, sofa and they sit around the table. So they, nice. Okay. That's great. That'd I be a good one. I can't remember if I've seen I don't the think I've not watched either of them pilot wise. Okay. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm certain of that. Great, 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 great. So okay. it'd be good to go and watch them too. Yeah. All right. Well, they're the two ones we're going to do next week. Yeah. But as we said at the start, if you've got a show you're watching, whether it's something on Netflix, Amazon, if it's on BBC, if it's American, it can be a Japanese anime. We don't care. We've done Ooh, those yes before. Yes, please. Yes, please. We've done those before. We'll ta- ha- happily take some more recommendations. Please let us know what you've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us. You can find me at Jed Shepard on Twitter. Sure. Which is, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And I'm on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Yeah. Both available as ringtones <laughs> if you're that sad. Um, so let us know what you're watching. Uh, if you have agreed with what we've said or disagreed, we're happy to have a bit of Twitter uh, combo with you on it. Yeah. That's not a problem. Um, and if you haven't subscribed and you've just sort of found this by chance, then you know subscribe and every week on a Wednesday you'll have a new one in your inbox. Excellent. Job done. That just leaves me to say. See you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Snap, snap. Crackers. <laughs> <laughs>